and welcome to our Jackson home this week. I'm joined by Tabitha Moore. She is the owner of La Petite Boutique. La Petite Boutique, yeah. Which is a little bit of a mouthful. It is a little bit of a mouthful. Um, but we'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, Tabitha, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Okay, I am Tabitha Moore. I am a young business owner. I'm 29, graduated from Union. Um, I'm originally from Kentucky, but we've been in Jackson for nine years. So I say, when people ask me, I say I'm from Jackson now. Mm -hmm. um, I don't claim Kentucky. You can all hate me, Kentucky fans. Um, <laughs> I'm a Tennessee girl. Um, but I was raised in Todd County and um, went to school there. It was a really, really small county, really small town, small town girl. My dad's cattle broker, grew up on a farm, mm -hmm. knew everybody and their mama, which yeah. is nice. Mm -hmm. It was a nice atmosphere. And then um, went to college. Uh, I had My senior year, I uh, was looking like, where do you go? I had no clue. None of my family had ever been to college. I was actually the first college graduate. And they were kind of like, you can do what you want. We don't, you know, they were supportive, but didn't really care what I chose to do. And I thought, well, I need a degree. I saw everybody else my age was getting degrees, going to college. So I thought, okay, I'll check it out, see what it's about. And um, so we, during that time that I was looking at colleges, um, our parents decided that we should all go on a spring va break vacation without them. So all me and my girlfriend, senior year, like we all load up in the minivan and head down to Destin, Florida. Um, to kind of relieve some stress of where, what are we going to do with our lives? And um, the dumbest mistake a parent could do, I think, would to be <laughs> let your kid go unsupervised. But they let us go. And um, with, of course, we were all 18 and decided, hey, let's go to this club down here. Our parents aren't with us. We thought that was such a smart idea. Um, and uh, while I was there, I had cowboy boots on, and I saw a guy there who had, like, a Tennessee visor cap. And he's like, oh, boots, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Kentucky. He was from Tennessee. He ended up telling me he was a union student. They stayed in touch with us long after that, and I went to a whole different college. And yeah. um, he said he was actually one of the presidents of the fraternity, and he had said, okay, come down here. And we were still young. Hey, come down here to one of our uh, – dances and so we went to a formal with them a lambda Chi formal with them and I, I was sold when I came on campus I was absolutely sold yeah. because the people there were so different mm -hmm. than any other kids I'd been around they truly loved Jesus and you know wanted to learn about the Bible and I hadn't I hadn't met anybody like that until mm -hmm. then and so and everybody was like that and it sold me and that's when I came I, after the tornado I came and I did um, kind of like a walk through of what was left <laughs> and I knew which wasn't much and I knew that God was saying hey go here for sure and so I kind of took a leap of faith and came and I was glad I did because now I'm here I'm permanently here yeah. so yeah well, that, that's neat so uh, and what did you study at Union? like 10 different things okay. uh huh <laughs> And I'm not technically using my degree right now. Um, so I, <laughs> no, they don't. I started off Christian studies because I thought, oh, I'm going because you know I want to learn more about the Lord. So that's what that's what I need to get a degree yeah. in. And I had you know Paul Jackson, cursed uh -huh. in his class one time, and we had like a. He was like, why don't you come to my office? Let's just have like a little pep talk. So uh, and I'll never forget it because he's like well what do you want to do and I'm like I don't know well, why are you taking Christian studies classes oh I love Jesus okay all right well do you want to like go into music ministry no <laughs> you know and all this stuff and he's like well maybe you should think about what you actually want to get a degree in and I called my mom and she said oh okay well do something you like to do okay so I was an art major okay that lasted a semester 
and I realized that I couldn't, no offense to art majors, probably make a whole lot of money or provide for myself. And so, and you know, union's expensive. And so I thought, no, that's not going to work. And then I went into um, psychology and then social work kind of like put their claws in me and pulled me over uh-huh. and said, no, you got to be a social worker. And that fit. And I ended up getting my master's degree in social work as oh. well. Yeah, so not just not just the bachelor's. No. You just went all in on that. Yeah, all in. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, but at some point, you become interested in fashion. Oh yeah. Okay. So that was always on the back burner um, because I guess I thought being from a small town, it wasn't anything I could ever really do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not. I mean, when I say small town, there's no Walmart. There's mm-hmm. no clothing store. There's nothing. We have a Dollar General. Like how many people? Oh, I'd have to Google it, but it would be really small. Like one one high school in the entire county, small. And so, um, and since then, they've kind of put like a few things. I think we have a, we definitely have a subway. Oh, so hey. that's important. That is a big step forward. <laughs> we have a subway, so that's, that's moving forward. But um, so I have, there are six, uh, my mom is one of seven. And most of them are female. And then I had great aunts in my life as well. And it's just a very, like, I don't want to say feminist, but very, like, women-empowered family. And so um, growing up, I got it honest, my dad and my brother like to shop too. And so it was something I kind of clung to because I wasn't good at sports. <laughs> I'm not very smart. Um, <laughs> so fashion was kind of, you know, I really like um I really like dancing too, so I danced. But that was my my go to was clothing and styling. And my my aunts would come to me. Does this does this look good together? My mom all the time help me pick out earrings with this or tell me what shoes look good with that. And they all trusted my judgment. And so and then my friends started trusting my judgment. So I kind of picked up on the way. Oh, I kind of know what I'm talking about. At some point, if all these people are coming to me, yeah. And then I have always kind of dared to wear things that people wouldn't. And sometimes I did it as a shock factor, but it kind of worked itself out and it would become kind of fashion forward back in my hometown. And so an example of that was like my freshman year, um, I wore like ballet slippers, (laughs) which sounds crazy, with this super cute pink tutu from H&M. I'm not a huge H&M fan now, but then I was in this um, crossbody wraparound and I looked like this little ballerina walking in, but it was so cute. But like on a normal day of school. Normal first, oh, it had to be the first day though. Yeah. Because you have to make an impact the first day. Yeah, I once wore (laughs) um, Minnesota Vikings horns to one of my professor's classes, Dr. Van Ness. Oh, yeah, I know. He's a big Packers fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, you like to make that impression on the first day. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Just like, it's funny and it's fun and, and I like to have fun with fashion. And then like, I'm trying to think of something. One day, the next year I had like these yellow, like bana- like this chair, like banana yellow heel, like pumps, matching bag, turquoise shirt. Of course it's heinous now, but back in the day I thought it was great. Like, hello, <laughs> right across the pleather pants with the rhinestones and the, you know, the fake you know, hair that they'd clip in. And so I would always do these kind of like crazy things, but I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's something I really push other people to do was just have fun with what you wear. And if you really like it, wear it. And so, um, all that to be said, my friends kind of always look to me as like, oh, well, she's crazy with her styles, but she can put stuff together. And it's always just been something that I did for fun. Mm-hmm. And so to say, how did I get here from there? That's a, that's a different story. Well, and so, well, let's, let's, let's talk about that transition. Okay. And so like, did you, when did you start getting paid to do the fashion thing? 
or was it was it that simple of a transition? I was gonna say, honey, I just started business. I'm still not getting paid. <laughs> um, well, I went so I got my master's degree in social work, mm-hmm. and I went into yeah I thought yeah that was definitely well when I thought about getting a degree I didn't think I could make money doing fashion I just didn't think that far and I I mean it changed my major four times I didn't really know what I was doing period (laughs) and so I didn't really all I knew is I was there because God told me to do it and so I did it and I think I got my degree in the right thing I wouldn't trade it I wouldn't go and get like fashion merchandising because with fashion it is people. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with people, and you're yeah. dealing with women, and you're dealing with body image issues, and you're dealing with insecurity. And so... Did you spend any time working in the social n- work world? Yeah, I did. I worked at Jackson General as a hospital social worker. Okay. Loved that job. Yeah. Um, got courted by the Carl Perkins Center and went over and was a children's therapist working with kids that had been sexually abused and didn't find that it was the right fit for me. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I quickly just felt like it was so weird because I got this degree and now all of a sudden God's like no you're not supposed to be doing this and I'm like you okay I went to union I got the degree I'm married I'm doing everything you tell me to do this is a big I don't understand and so but I had this just this feeling and so and I have to say this because this is like my aha moment but so all that was said I was becoming very miserable really quickly mm-hmm. and my husband noticed it and he said this isn't good for our family um I want you to be happy you know God you know obviously social work is amazing I'm commending any person that does it but for me it wasn't working out and so he um he said you need to take a mental health day and figure it out and so I did <laughs> and like I prayed and like cried all day long and I kept going well what have you always wanted to do what do you always wanted to own a boutique I can't open a boutique I've got college loans like I was thinking there's no way I can just take that step forward yeah. and I have I'm not, I don't have a business degree I don't even know where to start mm-hmm. and I started googling some things and the more like I just researched and researched I thought I could do it yeah I could do it I mean it could fail but I could still try it and yeah. he came home and so it was the whole camper idea right okay yeah so tell us about the camper idea okay so You've seen, like, all the food trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big movement right now for people to have these, like, portable pop-up yeah. selling things. And so I thought, well, that's how I could start it and not take out a lot, like, financially not take out a lot in mm-hmm. of loans. And we can kind of start it on our own and see if it progresses. And then if it progresses, then maybe I can take the next step. So taking yeah. baby steps and not, like, a huge step. Yeah, um, love baby steps. Yeah, I do too. Um, and, and I still feel like I'm taking baby steps in some ways, mm-hmm. but, um, so we, I he, my husband came home, I'd Pinterest like all these cute little campers. I'm like, we're buying, buying a camper and we're going to renovate it. And he's super, he's intelligent, like out of this world and handyman. He's built half the furniture in our house. And so I was <laughs> like, so I'm going to need you to do this, 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 no stress, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I need you to tell me on this, but he was more than willing. He said, yeah, we'll do it. The end. We can do it. Sure. We'll do it. I was like, okay. And so I quit my job. There's like $500 that we didn't know how I was going to get paid each month in bills. And God was telling me to do it. So he said, okay, we'll do it. And by the end of the week, my husband had gotten a promotion. And it paid like to the dime, that <laughs> that money. And so you're like, all right, okay, I'll keep going. And so that was October of last year, okay. which is a quick turnaround. Yeah, less than a year. Yep. Because we're recording this. Now this might not come out right now, but it's the end of August. Right. So it was June when we started looking at spaces. Well, so what to go did you into. do with the 
What did you do with the, what was the business oh, yeah. model around the camper? There's just so much. Okay. So the business model around the camper was flea markets, festivals, and fairs. And, um, I would just sign up and something I learned really quickly is you have to book these things like way in advance and they'll call you back each year to see. And so those people have priority over you to even get your foot in the door. And a lot of it's relational too, like getting to know the people who are throwing the events um, that can help you out, especially with like the flea markets. Cause I did Nashville flea market, which is huge, okay. like huge. I don't know if anybody's gone and going in there and meeting people and getting your name in the door and saying, Hey, I want to see you face to face. I want you to know that I'm I'm going to be here on time. I'm going to stay my whole time. You're not going to have any issues out of me. Um, and then they're going to reserve a spot for you for the next mm-hmm. month versus somebody who may have given them some conflict. They're like, okay, well, we might see you. We might not. <laughs> so, and then they will look out for each other. It's a little yeah. community. So if you go to one of these, like if you start going to festivals, you're going to see other people that do the same thing. And then they're like, okay, hey, your husband's not here to do this. We'll help you unload. We'll help go to the bathroom. We help, we'll get your stuff. Like, yeah. So it was really, really great experience to do that. And we did do it out of a renovated little trailer that we made look into a camper. It sounds trashy when I say I sold clothes out of a trailer, but it is what it is. <laughs> Some people like that. Yeah. Um, so, so you started doing a lot of these shows. Uh-huh. What, what, was the, what was the transition? Like, what, what made you like, okay, now I need to do a store? My husband travels a lot, Mm -hmm. like every week a lot, Mm -hmm. and um, I was traveling on the weekends, and we were missing each other, Yeah. and it was getting so much to the point where it's like, if I'm bringing in this much doing like party, and I do home parties as well, so if I was doing the home parties and I'm doing the flea markets, if I'm bringing enough to pay for a store, like just rent for a storefront, why don't we try to step forward into that? Yeah. So we checked on a space, Max, we know the owner of Max and Lulu, Haley, and she had moved out of her space, and I thought, well, I'll just call and see what that space is, because she had told us she was moving. So I called on it, they gave me an estimate, and then we sat down, we're like, okay, practically, what does this number look like for us? And um, that wasn't the space we needed to go to, but honestly, if she wouldn't have told us about it, I may not have called, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and so within a week, the guy, Rob Caldwell, is my landlord and he actually ended up calling me because <laughs> that's how God works. And so, um, I hadn't even called on that space specifically yeah. and he called me and was talking to me about it and I was like, yeah, we'll check it out. And it's perfect where we're at now. It couldn't, I wouldn't have wanted anything bigger starting off. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I'm trying to think it's like 1200 square feet. So it's, where is it? Sorry. It's across from Cracker Barrel Yeah. and beside Eminem consignment. Okay. So it's a hundred C van drive okay. and um, it's just this perfect little space so that's kind of how mm-hmm. within a week we'd sign the lease that's fast it was <laughs> yeah so so what uh, so what did it go what went into opening your first retail location like uh, oh do you have like the next three hours for me to talk <laughs> I've got lots of work in space so. uh, um what went into okay well we had to sit down with our bank and say okay this is kind of our business plan what do you think are we are we crazy for even thinking because it's a family friend too that we know so i'm like are we crazy for doing this and i knew she'd tell us and she's like no i think you're doing it reasonably you're not biting off more than you can chew and that good that was good feedback and then i started contacting other boutiques like people i don't even know Mm -hmm. i thought hey 
it's worth a shot to see. Yeah. And so I would say, hey, what kind of system do y'all use? I don't have a clue. I'm starting off. I'm not even in the same town as you, so I'm not competition. Um, and just kind of reaching out and then sending them gift cards to thank them, to let them know that, like, hey, I really appreciate you helping me get started. Mm-hmm. And then at, since then, I've had a few girls contact me even from other towns and kind of passing on that yeah. same knowledge of, because if you don't have a business degree, you don't know what you're doing. There's a lot of things like security systems. What security system do you go with? What card reader do you go with? And so just getting some feedback on that. So we did that. Um, we did everything in the store ourselves, me and my husband did. So we painted it, built all the shelving, built all the racks, built the table, put in the lining. Mm-hmm. So that took, I mean, you know, like 18 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of lived there in June uh, or in July. And then we opened our doors August 4th. Was that right? No fourth was our anniversary so august maybe sixth or seventh yeah and it's it's been a whirlwind but it's been good so what kind of things do you sell at the boutique i sell women's clothing i do not sell petites so let's start there yeah the name, the name <laughs> might indicate that you think yeah well and it was the little boutique when i was a traveling boutique yeah. it made sense and then i had so much following that i didn't want to change the name yeah, absolutely and it, it stuck. And, and it's so still a small space. it's still a small space, still the little boutique. But no, there was this lady the other day and she had like hands full of clothes. It hurt my soul. She had hands full of clothes and she goes, I'm so excited. I have a petite store to look at. And I'm like, ma'am, this is not a petite store. You may put all of that back, but <laughs> it's not a petite store. So we're not. We carry small through 3X. Um, and that's. That's a huge piece of all of this, and I guess that's where my social work side pairs with my artistic fashion side is. Um, I want every woman to be able to come in and find something mm-hmm. that fits her style and fits her. And yeah. so um, we have anything from, like, a sweatshirt for the winter to a dress for a wedding. And so hopefully we'll be able to at least have some options for you to try on. If you don't find what you are looking for, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I want you to be able to come in and have a variety mm-hmm. of styles and sizes and so um on one of the walls too we have it's, it says he calls me beautiful one from song of solomon and it's right across from the dressing room because i want when when ladies we're so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. i don't know how many times a day i hear how um ugly they feel or how big they feel or and so like i want them that to be the first thing they see every time they come out it's because our worth isn't defined by what we wear or what size we are and so if i can make somebody feel special leaving the store that's it's a day done for me yeah so yeah um what what has been the hardest thing so far about getting this going the hardest thing fear yeah (laughs) Probably not knowing is hard. Um, there's a, there's days when you don't have, a, but like two people come in and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to make it. It's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. And then the next day you have like 50 people come through and you're like, what was the difference between yesterday and today? And you can't tell. It's no. just, yeah. it's just the way businesses run. Mm-hmm. And so fear is a little bit, yeah, I'm still working on that and letting, trusting God more and more each day. Um, 
but he showed up so this last month so I know we're still doing the right thing so fear's probably been the hardest um my system <laughs> my point of sale system can be a little frustrating at times yeah it can be but other than that there's not been I can't complain it hasn't been anything that I because I had already started the process last yeah. October and started small some of those initial like how to go to market and how to get your foot in the door with buyer or to buy and all those those big issues that already kind of resolved themselves and so now it's kind of the day-to-day how do I keep improving Mm -hmm. my business what was something you didn't expect about owning your own business something I didn't expect something I didn't expect about owning my own business um that I didn't want to like, <laughs> I thought I would be so okay with like passing it off. <laughs> yeah. I've kind of been a little bit of a control freak about it. Well, because right now is uh-huh. employee's first and ship, ship uh-huh. by herself. Yeah, I haven't checked my phone one time, by the way. It's no, I kind of feel not. like I need to. <laughs> She's great. It's not her. It's just even with you know, family or friends are like, here, let us come hit on them. I got it. I got it. And I'm so grateful for the help, but it's, mm-hmm. you want it to be what you have in your mind. And so I'm going to have to learn how to yeah. pass the torch a little bit. I understand that yeah. completely. Um, if you were to pass on a word to other people, um, thinking about starting something, uh, or trying to start something, what would, what would you say to them? They can do it. I mean, I just, you don't have to have any type of background Mm -hmm. in what you want to do. It's more so if you have the drive to do it Mm -hmm. and if you have the will to do it. And I think if if it's what God's leading you to do, Mm -hmm. that's my personal opinion. I mean, you're going to ask, ask a lot of questions and don't be afraid to ask a lot of questions because there is no dumb question. Mm -hmm. And even if you think it is, present it like it is. Say, this is a dumb question, but... And I think more than more than often than not, people are willing to help out. And so if you really want to do it, just get out there. There's so much information on the internet now. I mean, I'm not saying I could be a photographer, but I'm saying that there's just so much. There's all these blogs, mm-hmm. YouTube. There's all these things that to help us, teach us um, outside of college. So if they want to do it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, okay, so uh, go over the location. Where can they find you online, hours, okay. that kind of stuff? The general rundown. Okay, I am, again, I'm over by M&M Consignment, Signatures Boutique, and Elements, the hair salons over there, on 100C, Sweet C, um, Van Drive, across from Cracker Barrel. And it is Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5. I am definitely not open on Sundays, but I'm open Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need anything as far as women's clothing, jewelry, we have a lot of seasonal accessories, some small gifts, um, we're there for you. So come on and meet me. And I'm, I work there most of the time. So feel free to say, Hey, I heard your podcast. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. And I'd love to know how many people are listening. So uh, that's good too. Well, well, um, Thank you, Tabitha, so much for coming on and, and, and telling us a little bit about what you're doing. And I think it's really neat. And, and hopefully there's some people listening who will be excited about starting something themselves. So, so thank you for helping to make Jackson a better place and choosing to call it home. 
Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Co. To find out more about The Co., visit their website at www.attheco.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read more about how amazing Jackson is, visit rjacksonhome.com.